This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Boys, my temperature chat, chat, Millwall podcast has just finished. Millwall nil, Bristol City nil. And that is the most Millwall thing ever to go away to Watford, beat them comprehensively 2 0, and then draw 0 0 at home with struggling Bristol City, isn't it? Um, I called it in the in the pre match. I, I said 1 1, so I got it slightly wrong, but um, it's just such a Millwall thing to do, isn't it? Unfortunately. And um, it's, it's, it's frustrating because if we'd have drawn against Watford and then won tonight, your attitude would be completely different. But because it came the way around it did, you look at it in a very, very different light. And I think frustrating is the word I would use to sum up tonight. Um, and I've got to be honest, we at the bar, but other than that, I think they had the better chances. Um, I don't read all too much into these XG things, but I would I would imagine that Bristol City had, uh, you know, the, the, the more clear-cut chances in the game, if I'm being really honest. And that's a team that apparently... You know, their fans are going to riot because they, you know, they're, they're not happy with the way things are going at the club and they want Pearson out and all this kind of stuff. Well, it didn't look like a team tonight that weren't playing for Pearson. Um, and um, they do have some quality in attacking areas. So, very frustrating. I think um, we look tired to me, which I get because it's been two games in four days, but most of them haven't played many games in the last month. So, in that regard, I'm not quite sure. Hindsight's a wonderful thing, and you could look at it and say that maybe Rowett uh, should have freshened things up. But there's the you know the old uh, saying you don't change a, a winning team. So fair play, he gave those players the opportunity to carry on, and unfortunately they didn't they didn't perform. I don't think anyone played particularly well tonight. To be honest, I don't think there's anyone that comes out uh, with massive credit. If I had to give a man of the match. I'd probably give it to... Um, I sound like a broken record. I thought Billy was a little bit off the pace in the first half, but had a really good second half and was trying to get us going. So he'd be up there for it. I thought... I've been the first one to criticise George Long, but I actually thought he made a vital, vital save at a crucial time that easily could have put Bristol City in front um, and didn't do anything wrong, came for some crosses and things. So I think George Long, because of some of the, uh, the negativity around him, he deserves a bit of credit tonight. As you can tell, my face keeps lighting up red because I'm in traffic. Um, <laughs> um, and I also think uh, Danny Mac had a good game. The, the only thing he did wrong was a couple of times he, his final ball into the box was, was awful. Um, 
but I think his overall game other than that was was really good. So I'd probably pick one of those three for man of the match. The rest looked sluggish. Um, Bradshaw was feeding off scraps. There was nothing. He didn't win much in the air tonight. We shouldn't really expect him to, but he usually does. And tonight he didn't. I think Naismith and Biner won a lot of the balls in the air tonight. Um, Vogue blew hot and cold. Um, Tyler Bury. <laughs> well, um, for me, Tyler again showed tonight why he's not ready to start in the championship yet. He... I sit quite near the near the dugout and the amount of instructions he needs during the game, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. And I'm not trying to dig him out because I genuinely think on the ball he is good enough for this level easily because he has the ability to beat players at ease if you put him in the right situations. We didn't do that enough tonight, so therefore his off-the-ball work is highlighted and it's, it's almost non-existent. Um, I think in the second half they really started to cut us open. And you could see, you could see Pearson saying... To, to target that area because they knew that Bury wouldn't track back. So Tyler needs to learn the off-the-ball stuff um, before I think he's ready for this level. But who else is there? Styles has just come back into the team. Is he fit enough to start? Probably not. And other than that, we haven't really got anyone. Bennett's injured. A phobia again. Uh, come on for, for 20 minutes. But Rowett said in his post-match after Watford he wasn't ready to play. So I haven't really got anyone, and I think Rowett will be looking at tonight thinking, if I had a few more options off the bench, the difference it could have made. Honeyman tries hard. You know, he's a good squad player, but he's he's not, for me, the attacking sub answer that we that we need. Um, we just don't have the options to bring on, and I think, you know, it's obvious to everyone, and hopefully it is to Berylson, that tonight is a sort of game where we didn't play well, but the good teams and the teams that will get into the playoffs will find ways to win tonight, and we didn't. And you'll be looking at that thinking that's two points dropped. Um, like I said, I think in fairness, a draw is all we could have really asked for because I think Bristol City were, were were worth their draw. But focusing on us, we need more attacking reinforcements to bring them on. I think I would also say about Fleming, I don't think he did much at all. Um, you know, very, very quick to praise him. Absolutely, he's our talisman. He, his goal contributions are... Obviously, superb, but he did nothing tonight. Absolutely nothing. And you know, I, I just don't want people to um, to make. You know, he's not. He's not. Uh, what's the word? He can be criticised. I think it's probably what I'm looking to say because he, he wasn't at the races either tonight. Savile looked a bit sluggish. Um, I don't like how deep he plays, and I know that's probably Rowett's instructions. Um, but I don't like how deep he plays. I, I prefer him to... It's like Mitchell and Savile both go looking for the ball too deep at times. But um, there we go. Uh, I've already talked about Danny Mack. Uh, Hutch and Cooper. It's weird because I actually would say individually they, they did all right. And I thought Cooper made some vital interceptions and tackles. And Semenya is a very, very good player at this level. And other than once where he got in, where Jules Dunn made his save, he didn't really have a sniff. But... <laughs> Bristol did create a lot of opportunities and I, I can't really remember where they came from. I thought Murray Wallace looked pretty solid. Uh, he was one of our more attacking outlets in the first half. He was the only one really sort of trying to make things happen in the final third, which is quite worrying. Um, but look, at the end of the day, four points away at Watford and a point on, um, sorry, and four points in total away at Watford and then over at Bristol City. I think before those two games, you'd have taken the four points. 
you just don't expect it to come the way it has. So look, it's not all doom and gloom. We aren't good enough to win every single game and to absolutely roll over teams. But I think because of the high of Watford, um, that's probably why the frustration. And also the games against Hull and Wigan where it just feels all samey. You know, we're not we're not capable at the moment for whatever reason. Our home form is is not as strong as it was. We're struggling to beat these poor teams at home. We're not finding ways to break them down. And as I say, potentially could have gone home tonight with, with with no points. So, look, Rotherham becomes a must-win game for me. I think in order to keep momentum, um, if we can win that game, look at the positives. That'd be seven points for three games. We've got two clean sheets on the trot. So, look, there are positives to take, but it is difficult because it has been a frustrating game against a side that, yes, they've got some really good players in forward areas. Andy Vyman, I think, was top scorer in the championship last year or the year before. Um, some of the youngsters Tommy Conway Scott, they've got some good players but we should be beating teams up Bristol City I, no question for me so frustrating but I think it highlights the need to do some business in January and hopefully Mr Burrison was watching um, for those of you that have stayed this long with me nattering please do feel free to like comment subscribe tell me what your thoughts were at the game um, and then anyone associated with the club that's watching this you really cocked up with the gate tonight I'm sorry but the decision to lock Gate one, I think it's called, after the game was ridiculous. It caused you more ag than it was worth. And it meant people that um, are disabled, unknowingly before the game, because we weren't told, were unable to get to their car after the game, unless they walked for a long, long time. So you really copped up there, Millwall. Um, and I feel sorry for the stewards, because um, it was uh, it was interesting. So anyway, I hope you've had a lovely Christmas. I wish you all a happy new year. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you down at the end for the Rotherham game. Bye for now. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.